something that I think is typical whenever there's a crisis um, or a seemingly challenging thing in the way of something that we want in our life, we can have this like anxious wait to the next stage, whether that's right right now in this quarantine um, and all the crisis around it, you know, there's all this anticipation for when we're out of it and when we get to do this. And it seems that such our, our patterns have been so disrupted, we're kind of getting comfortable with it. <laughs> um, and, and I say that in general. Um, but my thoughts are this. We're always waiting for something else. Like we're always waiting for something else to be happier. And it's this like, you know, we talk, we joke about Groundhog Day uh, because everybody's just living the same day. It seems you're in your house, your environment doesn't change. It's, you know, kind of funny. Um, but in normal, normal life, quote unquote, we have the option to have all this variety and we have different days. We go to school or we go to work or we travel or we have a party. And so, you know, we call this this Groundhog Day. Um, but honestly, I think every day is Groundhog Day for a lot of people. It's just different scenery. And so when I say it's, you, you have two choices and that's to evolve or repeat. Um, I mean, every single day, that we're looking for something better, we're are waiting for something better or we're not able to just recognize that what we have today is just as, ma- as amazing as what we'll have tomorrow. I mean, think about like when Christmas is coming and we get so excited about the anticipation of Christmas, don't we? We have so much fun in the weeks leading up to it. And I mean, I say we, like that's a collective experience. A lot of people have that experience. The same goes for a vacation, the fun of planning for it and shopping for it. Whatever it is in your life that you are planning for and are super excited about. So much of the joy and the pleasure is that feeling of anticipating it. And, you know, once it's over, it's over. I mean, I even think of like Christmas Day as being somewhat anticlimactic to all the, the buildup. What I mean is we are able to call upon joyful and happy thought before an event. And so uh, I was reading a book um, called Praying Through by uh, Jarrett Stevens. And he says we have, uh, he talks about worry. And, you know, we all know how silly worry is and how it doesn't do us any good. Um, doesn't make it a lot easier to not do it when someone says, oh, don't worry. It doesn't, it's like, okay, that's really helpful advice. Um, but the way he put it actually helps me to do something with it. And he says, worry is meditation in the wrong direction. And think about that. Think about I don't know about you, but like meditation for me is really hard. It's been a practice that has been very challenging to implement on a regular basis, but worry is like second nature. And that's true for all of us. But when you think about it, it's 100% true. We have the ability to meditate because we do it all the time when we think on something negative or scary or a possibility. 
we have the ability to change our thoughts, but we feel like our circumstances around us are creating the worry, creating the anxiety. And that's really not true. The circumstance that we're currently in, in this quarantine, or when it, whenever you listen to this little message, um, is most of us are not actually experiencing illness from it or um, lack. Um, it's our thoughts about the future, our uncertainty about the future. There are people who don't even know about the quarantine. Maybe they're young or you know, they don't have the same awareness and they can experience joy right now because of what's, what they're choosing in their thoughts. We have the ability to treat today as if this, maybe this is as good as it gets. This is as good as it gets. What is, what if, what if it doesn't get any better than today? What if you're able to experience all the joy that you think you're going to anticipate in a future moment? Now, if you were, if somebody said, oh my gosh, there's been a mistake and your great ancestor, whatever, whatever, um, overpaid taxes in the hundreds of thousands and you're the last living descendant. I don't know. I'm making up something that probably could never happen, but like, oh my gosh, how exciting would that be to know that you have this insane sum of money? Think about winning the lottery. Think about like what that would, that money is not in your hands. That money is not in your bank account. That money is not buying you anything fancy and exciting yet. But can't you feel in your body that excitement? What I'm saying is there are no circumstances that create our happiness and our joy and create our, um, our ability to be entirely who we want to be. It's our thinking that makes it so. So when I say you either you have two choices, evolve or repeat. And what I mean is every single day, if you're waiting for something, you are repeating Groundhog Day. If you're waiting for something to change, if you're waiting for a better opportunity to start your fitness journey, you're waiting for a better opportunity to start your business, you are waiting for when your child gets older to be able to go all in on that, um, that project, um, that book. You're waiting for some kind of circumstances when you have the ability right now to evolve and create what this create your life as if today is as good as it gets else you'll stay in these same patterns but it's time for a pattern disrupt you need a pattern disrupt right now to stop repeating the same lame excuses the same lame reasons because something else is gonna come up and cause lack of motion, lack of action. If it's not this, it's gonna be something else. So disrupt the pattern and evolve or keep telling yourself the same stories that you can take action when, when, when. It will be better for you when, when, when. This will make sense when, when, when this happens. Circumstances are never responsible for our results. Our results come from our actions and our actions come from our feelings and our feelings come from our thoughts. 
and our thoughts, we are 100% responsible for, yet we like to stay unconscious of them. We don't allow ourselves intimacy with these unconscious thoughts that are keeping us from being who we truly are. You know, I see people actually take action and, you know, they're able to use their willpower or whatever you want to call it to, to head in that right direction, whatever. But they're still using the outcome of their actions as like the carrot at the end. You know, it's this like like starting a fitness journey, like losing weight, like weight loss. And there's this concept that there's a destination that they're going to, and that's when they're really going to be successful, and that's when they're going to be happy with themselves. And they're putting their happiness at that um, outcome. Um, you know, in this fitness, or in, um, you know, the business. You know, I, I work with, with coaches building health and fitness businesses, and so many of them are they can get so caught up in the grind and it being like, well, you know, when I'm successful, I'll be happy. This, you know, this will be, I'll, you know, I'll, when I have X number of dollars is when I've really made it or when I'm really, this really is a blessing to me. And I'm here to tell you that like, you're, even though you can prove, you can improve many areas of your life and you can hit weight loss goals and you can hit, income goals and you can find amazing friendships and relationships and all that's attainable and achievable, but not having those things doesn't rob you of your happiness. You don't have to improve those things to feel better today. You just don't want to like lie to yourself that you're going to be happier in getting those things. If you cannot be, if you cannot choose joy and happiness and think thoughts that create that feeling now, you're not going to be happy when you achieve those things. That's why I tell people, um, I don't, I don't want to work with a new coach. I don't want to build a business mentor who like thinks this business is like going to bring them happiness, like being successful in this business is going to bring them happiness. And like, if you cannot be happy building this business when it's not paying you, then you'll never have success. Or even if, if you do, you'll burn out and this won't last. And so that's why I don't even try to, like, <laughs> when it comes to like, recruiting for my business, like, I make sure those people want it. I'm not trying to convince somebody they want to do this because I know how this works. If that person is not truly finding joy in that journey of, of evolution, of um, what this brings them to their life, then they're not going to be happy on the other side. I'd tell people who are hating on their body. You, you, you have to love the body you have, even if it is not where you want to be. And you can, that's totally okay. It's totally okay to want to change your circuit, like to want to change where you're at today. That is okay. You can be content with what you're, or happy and appreciate what you have while having goals. You can be fortunate in 
your finances and still seek greater wealth. But as long as you're not thinking that's what's going to make you happy, if you're not happy with what you have today, then it's going to be this groundhog day of chasing and chasing and chasing happiness and contentment and worth in the world. You find that in your day to day. You find your um, ability to take uncomfortable steps and have that pattern disrupt every single day. You can find, you'll find so much joy in the existence, in your existence of, of daily evolution, of evolving into a higher version of yourself.